July 1890, Sweetwater Springs, Montana. After Frey Foster nailed a piece of trim around the porch column, he carelessly pulled back the hammer, catching the claw in the front of his shirt. He heard the rip of severing threads and the click of a button hitting the wooden floor of the Flanagan's porch. Biting off a curse, he watched the tiny brown disc roll off the porch and bounce down the stairs to land in the dirt churned up by the construction. He glanced down at his shirt, now minus three buttons, the other two residing in a small bowl on the chest of drawers next to his bed. The shirt gaped, exposing his long johns, the summer weather having taken a cold turn in the last couple of days. He huffed in exasperation. His dog Gertie, a Rottweiler mix, lifted her head and gazed at him with a curious expression. Frey started down the steps. He was about to scoop up his errant button when the back door opened. Trudy Flanagan stepped outside, holding a glass of cold tea. She wore an apron over a navy print work dress that brightened her blue eyes. Here you go, Mr. Foster. I've added a touch of sugar and a sprig of mint, just the way you like it. Frey grabbed the tiny disc and straightened. Standing two steps below the woman put him just about at her eye level. Uh, Thank you, ma'am. Mrs. Flanagan eyed his gaping shirt. Then her gaze traveled to the button in his hand, back up to the others that were missing, from there to the patch on his right shoulder— affixed with awkward stitches, and finally to the unmended tear along the side. She extended a hand for the button. Why don't you give me that? I'll find a safety pin for you. Sheepishly, Frey handed it over. Wear a different shirt tomorrow and bring back this one. I'll mend it and attach the buttons. She raised one blonde eyebrow. Do you have the others? Relief washed over him. Between finishing the mansion for Banker Livingston, overlapping with building the new home for the Flanagans, plus trying to work on his own house at odd hours, he didn't have time to think of his clothes. Frey figured if he could remember to bring the wash to Widow Murphy from time to time, he was managing just fine. But he could hardly walk around with his shirt open. Wasn't seemly. Uh, Yes, ma'am. I'll bring them. She fisted her hands on her hips. You need a wife, Mr. Foster. Frey couldn't deny the truth of her words. Not that he had time to find one. That I do, but I have a house to build first. She wrinkled her nose. I've seen your house. There are walls and a roof. Therefore, your home is far enough along that you can start courting. From inside the house, the cry of a baby made her whirl and disappear through the door. If only I had someone to court... Frey thought, as he gazed at her retreating back. None of the few available women in Sweetwater Springs had caught his eye, and the batch of girls approaching marriageable age were still too young for him. Of course, I haven't done much looking. One might be tucked away on a farm or a ranch somewhere. Frey took a long draught of his tea, the cool liquid quenching his thirst. He'd worked hard all day, struggling with installing the trim on the porch He was a mason, not a carpenter. But with the house all but finished, he'd given his team of two brothers a holiday so they could travel home to visit their ailing mother. At least the custom cutting was done. All he had to do was fit everything together. Frey took another drink, enjoying the taste of the tea and the scent of mint. With a shake of his head, he started back up the stairs, envying Seth Flanagan. 
His accomplished wife was pretty, friendly, and one heck of a cook. A good mother, too. Most important of all, she seemed like the sticking kind, not one to run off and leave aching hearts behind. He suspected Seth realized his good fortune, for the man obviously adored his wife, the first mail-order bride to come to Sweetwater Springs.